0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Help me welcome your neighbor to service this morning. Give them a high five. You can be seated in God's presence. Hallelujah. All right. Just in case there's still anybody in our midst, whether you are on site or online and you have not yet started preparing for Supernatural, maybe all the announcements we've been making for several months and several weeks have not yet registered with you. Um, Again, we're going to try to do our best to get you ready for what God is about to do in your life and in our midst. Can I hear a loud amen to that? We are effectively about three weeks away. Um, Put up the artwork again for me. It's November Thursday, November 18th, to Sunday, November 20th. Praise God. And again, it's a Thursday evening. If you can get time off work, I will encourage you to do that. If you can clear your schedule for that weekend so that you don't miss out on anything that God has for you as much as possible. I want to talk to you today about preparation. While we are still teaching about faith forward and moving forward by faith, like we've established, you go forward by faith in the kingdom of God, the just shall live by his faith. Look at your neighbor and say, Your faith. Ah, that anybody not hear you. Please let me turn to another neighbor. Say your faith. Thank God for our collective faith. And that is good. And you know, faith is so important concerning our walk with God. In fact, in scriptures, you will not find Christianity referred to as Christianity in the scriptures. You will not see any verse in the Bible where they called what we call Christianity today Christianity. The closest you will find was the story in the book of Acts when the disciples were in burial. And the Bible said that they were referred to as Christians for the first time. That's the closest you will find. They didn't say their religion is Christianity, no. It hadn't morphed into that yet. But you will find them referring to Christianity as the faith. Somebody say the faith. They called Christianity faith, the faith. And that speaks volumes. I want to speak to everyone again. Walk on your faith. Strengthen your faith. Build up your faith. And for the love of God and the love of yourself, live by your faith. Thank God for your money. So many things, if you have money in your pocket, it will aid you in this life. Thank God for your husband or your wife. If you are married and you have a very wonderful spouse, there are so many things a good spouse will bring value into your life. And even if you are single, thank God for your job or your career or your business. And if those things are going well for you, it will add color and beauty to your life, to a level. I was having a conversation with a parent yesterday that a um, daughter had to be taken to the hospital. And she was just reminding me, she was just saying this by the way, the doctors did all the scanning they wanted to do, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. They couldn't, they, we've done all the tests. We, we can't tell you what's wrong with your daughter. Thank God for medical science and the amazing breakthroughs medical science have afforded us, particularly in the 20th and the 21st century. Back in the day, the simple fever or headache, if you were born 100, 200 years ago, that if it happens now, you can take paracetamol or what what do you take for running stomach or fever now? Those of you that use it, let me know. You don't know, so okay. Praise God, we are all faith people. <laughs> I mean, people used to die of these things. 200 years ago, someone will have a fever, simple fever, and because of the ignorance they had at that time, I wonder the kind of ignorance we have today. They will say it's a devil. It wasn't. A, well, it could have been a devil because devils who can give fever. We read that in scriptures, but they will just write it off as it's a devil. But now we know it's not just the devil. And it can't be all the devil. The devil and his gang cannot cover the entire earth. But now that we are seven billion. He doesn't have that big army. How many places can he cover? And he's not omnipresent like God. Now, I'm not saying there's no devil. I'm not saying there are no demons. But it's obvious. It's not every time there's a sickness that it's directly Satan. And even if it is, it means there are some low-level devils that paracetamol, and Tremedo. Is that, I don't know. Please, in case I call any name <laughs> that is not appropriate, <laughs> is there a medicine called Tremedo? <laughs> That's a hard drug. Uh-huh, I've had that somewhere. Okay, I remember now. I think it was one artist that was singing that mentioned it. It's like the story I shared with you about the other day. In the 1960s, that someone wrote that um, we will have a television in our hands and things, like, and everybody laughed at that person. Person that was showing me that article something, and everybody laughed. Don't you have television in your hand now? So, again, okay, I'm asking myself, what are we ignorant about in 2022 that it's actually available, but human knowledge and understanding is not enough? And that is the reason why you are not enjoying See, This is why you need to live by faith. So where the limits of humanity stop, and there are always limits to humanity, there's how far your money can go. We have not yet met the first billionaire that has been able to extend his life. And if you read stories in history, they say some of them have tried it. Ah, I want to live for 200 years. All the money in the world cannot get you. Or I want to go to heaven with God. Now billionaires are trying to go to Mars. Maybe they will find God there. (laughs) But there's a limit to these things. So we can't, somebody shout I can't, fall into the trap and the temptation of living by I have money, I have a job, I have a spouse, I have a career. All these things that in the natural seem to add value and they do add value to our lives but it's limited value. Hallelujah. Let's start from Proverbs chapter 10 this morning, assuming I've not started yet. Proverbs 10, 22. <laughs> You know this verse. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Somebody say, I'm that one. Ah, you didn't talk like you understand what I'm saying. Say, I'm that one. Come on, prophesy over your life. I am that one that the blessing makes rich. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he, the Lord, through his blessing, adds no sorrow with it. He adds the blessing. It does not add sorrow. Hallelujah. The, The blessing makes rich. And can I say this to you? When we are talking about... Getting ready for supernatural because we are now going full gear into that for these remaining three weeks. Quite honestly, what we are after is for the blessing of God to come upon our lives on another level. A new layer of the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember something Dr. K was sharing with us some time ago? He has shared this repeatedly. Just a lesson from the Old Testament. Under the law. And they had this annual ritual that the high priest, he would kill an animal, the blood of bulls and goats, and he would take it into the tabernacle, the Holy of Holies, to present that animal sacrifice, the blood of that animal sacrifice to God on the mercy seat every year. And to the people at that time, under that dispensation, when the high priest took that sacrifice in and went in and presented that blood sacrifice of the animal, when he made it out, and he came back out, his life spared. The moment he came out of that tabernacle, they would scream. In fact, it used to be very, very frightening dead silence as he's going in because the people were not sure, based on the way they lived, whether God will accept their sacrifice. And if the priest went in and came out, once he came out, they would rejoice. It was a signal to them that God had accepted the sacrifice they brought. Hello, somebody. And that that meant that the year ahead, God was going to bless them. That was how they interpreted it. And that's how it panned out for them. If you read the Bible history. Wow, God, I tell you, that means... Our, our business are going to prosper this year. We're going to have a bumper harvest this new year, and they will rejoice. They've not had a bumper harvest; yet. they've not even crossed over into the new year yet. But that experience—it was an annual experience. The high priest bringing the sacrifice for them. Now, we under the New Testament, we don't have to do that once and for all. Can somebody shout once and for all? The blood of Jesus has been offered to God. It was a one-time offering. It was a one-time sacrifice. And that means on a level we are blessed. Somebody shout I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, 3 reveals that to us. That we have been blessed with every, can I hear somebody say every, yes. spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And it's because of the sacrifice that Jesus made and the blood that he took to heaven and offered on our behalf. Can I, can I hear somebody shout, I'm blessed again? Yes. However, and I'm sure you can testify to this, there is a big difference between being blessed as a right of a new creation and manifesting that blessing in your marriage, in your business, concerning your health. They are related, but it's not automatic from study of scriptures and from our own experiences in walking in the light that we know, we know it's possible for someone to carry the blessing as a new creation, be blessed as a new creation, and still have challenges in one area or another of their life. Am I talking to you this morning? And when we have annual conventions like this, Or really any gathering, even on a Sunday morning like this. But particularly when we have meetings that we can't be having week in, week out. That is no excuse to trivialize meetings that we have week in, week out. But especially an annual meeting. I can always say every supernatural. Look, at this one is even very interesting. We've not had supernatural for two years. No thanks to COVID. So that should even give us extra motivation for this one. This is a comeback supernatural for us. Hallelujah. And on top of that, we are celebrating 25 years as a ministry. I was thinking about that again this morning. 25 years is not a joke. Whether any institution that makes it to 25 years, it's not a joke. Whether we are talking about a marriage or a career or a business or a church an organization i don't know about you i'm so convinced it is because of the mercy of god that we are here hallelujah will somebody lift their hands and thank god with me again this morning it's because of god that we can celebrate this milestone we did not make it here by ourselves glory be to god and that's why we want to celebrate and appreciate god But when we come for these meetings, understand that we are after the blessing. We are after that fresh layer of the blessing coming in operation in our lives. We carry it in our spirits as new creations. We are not people that think, oh, I'm not blessed or I am caused. I'm looking for the blessing. No. Can I hear somebody shout, I'm blessed again? Our own understanding is that I carry the blessing and i expect it to be in operation in every aspect of my life we are going for the testimony of abraham genesis 24 verse 2 please let me put it up on the screen the lord had blessed abraham in all things it came at a very old age Towards the end of his walk with God, he had come to a point where there was no area of Abraham's life that Abraham could not see, wow, this is the blessing of the Lord. It's that empowerment of God that make it rich. And I love this, adds no sorrow. That also means any area of our lives where there is a hint of sorrow. Something that doesn't make you happy, doesn't make you glad depresses you sometimes you come for a prayer meeting or you come for a worship service and you ask people to pray some people cannot lift their voice it's a sign that there's a sorrow somewhere don't move too much nobody will know i'm talking about you sorrow is somewhere something you're not happy about something you're not excited about it's a hint in your own case because you're already a carrier of the blessing that there is an expression or a manifestation of the blessing that is not flowing in your life as it ought that will change for somebody this supernatural in the name of jesus hallelujah i pray and i prophesy over somebody the thing that you have been crying about that has been causing you sorrow through this supernatural convention there will be a change of story for you in the name of jesus no sorrow there's a sorrow free life where the blessing is having its fullest expression so sickness can come and it will come with a sorrow package but when the blessing steps in it eliminates that sickness gives you health strengthens you and then you're sorrow free hallelujah and this is what God wants for our life not just for convention no for our life we're not Old Testament people However, at gatherings like this, meetings like this, Psalm 50 and verse 5, God said, gather my saints together. That's what a supernatural convention is. It's a gathering of the saints. And it's an annual gathering of the saints. And this is the first one we are having in three years. No thanks to COVID. COVID. I mean physical gathering now. Gather my people together. Those that have made a covenant with me. Does somebody have a covenant with God here? It's a New Testament covenant made in the blood of Jesus. Does so it let them come together? We're going to study Psalm 50 in a moment. Let me continue the foundation I'm laying. But he gather them together. Hallelujah. We were praying yesterday at the six hour prayer marathon, and let me quickly address those of you that did not show up yesterday. If I got told me to rebuke you, so let me just quickly give you a quick rebuke. <laughs> when you don't come to church, when you don't come for prayer meeting or anything. You are the one that is missing out. You are not helping God when you come to church. Some of you have not figured that out yet. And you are not helping the pastor or taking anything from the pastor when you don't come to church. You call a prayer meeting, you should show. Except perhaps you have a very genuine reason Maybe you had to go to work and your boss didn't allow you off. Maybe. You can't do Christianity like we do it by just coming to church Sunday alone. I'm sure you've heard me say that before. There will be times and seasons where you have to put in a little extra a little extra i mean those of us that were here yesterday we had such a wonderful time one of the things i think the prayer yesterday did for us I, I i know i felt it in my own life it's like a cloud got shifted when i woke up this morning i still felt it i felt lighter i don't know about you i, I felt lighter a feeling i've not had in several weeks and it wasn't a physical feeling it was very spiritual i felt it was as if there was a spring in my step spiritually when I woke up this morning. Hallelujah. So please make it a habit when we announce meetings like that. Nobody's going to chase you. We are all adults here. Am I right or am I right? Talk to me somebody. It's because nobody really has the time to chase you. Everybody is busy. You're not the only one that is busy. Learn to prioritize God. Learn to prioritize the things of God. For people that have very genuine excuses, I'm not, it's not like I'm attacking or anybody, but even if there's a genuine excuse, learn to prioritize God and the things of God. It's for your benefit. The outreach we are having this weekend, it's for your benefit. See, we are preparing towards supernatural because we know God has things in store for us. And prayer is one of the ways to prepare. It's the basic way to prepare. So even those of us that came for the prayer yesterday, please, all through these next three weeks, find private times where you go somewhere, pray for one hour. Pray for two hours. Pray for 30 minutes. And perhaps pray for six hours somewhere. If you have the time, Pray. Pray. You need to prepare. I said something yesterday. We quoted this text, Psalm 89. Let's look at it this morning, talking about David. And I'm praying and believing God that this will be somebody's testimony, the supernatural in the name of Jesus. God will find you this season. God will locate you where you are this season. The hand of grace will come upon you. The fresh oil of God will come upon you. The blessing of God will come upon you. Unusually in the name of Jesus. That was David's testimony Psalm 89 from verse 20. In fact, let's read from verse 18. I, I, I love what the psalmist was saying here. Psalm 89. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory be to God. Verse 19. Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One. I'm going to get into this in a few minutes. One of the main things that God is going to be doing for us in Supernatural to bring new layers of the blessing over our lives, and this is why we must gather, is that God is going to speak to us as a body of people see we are blessed but there are many blessed people that you can look into areas of their life the blessing is not speaking like i thought the other time which was like the story of abraham So areas was speaking some areas were speaking and like i said it's when you are in that kind of situation sometimes that's when you are most vulnerable and if you're not careful that's when you can make the biggest mistakes of your life like abraham did but thank god we have a template around at the end of the day He was blessed in all things. Hallelujah. And one of the things people that don't walk in the blessing, that kind of blessing don't assign is that it comes as God speaks to you. And God is not going to come down physically to speak to you. Let me look at your neighbor and say, I hope you have figured that one out already. He's going to send men. Like I'm speaking to you today. But again, the annual convention is different. There are people you may not have even heard from in a long time. And this is what the psalmist or David experienced here. He he, he knew this is a testimony, this is David's story, this is David's testimony. You spoke. And I love the way he said God spoke to him here. He didn't hear words. He saw a vision. Hallelujah. That happens in meetings like supernatural. You just see a picture. And it may just get imprinted in your heart. It may be in a time of worship. And you will know this is God. You see it. Ah, This is God talking to me. And you will understand what God is showing you. How does a shepherd boy, God's plan was for him to become the king. That was the destiny God ordained for him. And this testimony is telling us how it happened. And it's not just for David, it's for every one of us. Can somebody shout aloud, amen? amen. You know, sometimes that's where we need to start from. Convince someone that God has a plan for your life. Perhaps you're not convinced. You think your life is ordinary. You think your life is useless. You think your life is worthless. You think your life doesn't have a meaning. Well, I'm here to correct you and hopefully to renew your mind. God has a plan for your life. Your life has meaning. Your life has worth. Your life has value. God created it. He knows what he has put inside of you. This is where we we wrapped up the prayer yesterday. That the giant in us, the winner in us, the champion in you, the leader in you, like God did for David. Nobody thought David's life was, they were looking at the circumstances. You know, historians tell us that perhaps, perhaps, David was born out of wedlock by another woman. see because it's rare for a Jewish father you say bring your sons you bring alone and you leave one out but the common thing in those days was he was a bastard child perhaps you won't see that in the Bible so maybe circumstances are making your life look as if there's no value to your life it's not true please let me look at a neighbor and say it's not true hallelujah now say to yourself god has a plan for my life oh somebody's not shouting like i want you to shout this morning say god has a plan oh yeah oh yeah even if you don't believe it for you may i believe it for you glory be to god you spoke in a vision to your holy one and i said i have given help to one who is mighty how did David become how God helped him God will help you this season God will help your area of weaknesses God will give you strength where you are weak hallelujah he will give you abundance where you have lack. I have given help to this shepherd boy hallelujah he has become mighty I have exalted one chosen from the people hallelujah now Jesus told us himself that he has chosen us if you are born again if you're a child of God if you're a member of the body of Christ you are already chosen let me hear you shout "I I am chosen you read that in John chapter 15 I have, I, I have chosen you and I love what said I have chosen you and I want you to bear fruit. Glory be to God. Your life will be fruitful. Your life will be colorful. Your life will make a difference. You are chosen. A David kind of life. Hallelujah. And this is really what I want you to see. Verse twenty says, "I have found my servant David." Where did they find him? In the backside of the desert, where nobody else was looking for him, where they had relegated him, where they had ignored him, where even his family thought it did not matter. Hello, somebody. Maybe that's how somebody under my, the sound of my voice is feeling today. Nobody notices you. You are in one corner. But I prophesy over you. God will find you this is This is what supernatural is all about. The blessing. It comes from the word that God speaks. It comes by the vision that God gives. It comes by the help that people receive. Glory be to God. And it comes by the oil that God releases upon people as he locates them where they are. Praise God. I found him in that corner. He looked sick. He looked weak. I found him and I anointed him. I found him in that corner. He had just lost his job. And he had been miserable for four, five months, six months. But I found him and I anointed him. I found her in that corner. She had just gone through a breakup in a relationship. And she looked as if nothing had happened. But I found her and I anointed her. I'm telling you what God is preparing for you. Hallelujah. And so shall it be for you, the supernatural. Lay your hands on your head and let's pray like we prayed again yesterday. Say in the name of Jesus, the hand of God finds me, the oil of God finds me, the favor of God finds me. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost right where you are. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil finds me, locates me. Help that makes me mighty, vision that gives me direction for life. God finds me, God helps me in the name of jesus one more minute come on somebody pray pray you are preparing you are preparing for what god is about to do pray i have found my servant david i have anointed her with my holy oil in the name of jesus I wish I had more time, but please, if you are not familiar with Psalm 89, study it when you get home today, read the remaining verses, I wish I had time, start from that verse 19 that we said from and read down, you will see what the anointing of God will produce in your life, when God's hand locates you, hallelujah, but let me talk to you about preparation because that's what we are doing. I'm talking about faith, you know why some people's faith doesn't work? Why it doesn't meet the mark? Because they don't take time to prepare in their faith work. I love that artwork. Sometimes the guy that designs the artwork just catches things in my spirit. I didn't even tell him. Please let me put up the artwork today. That's meeting the mark. If you can put up the artwork for today's service. Some people's faith, it misfires. And if if you're going to walk in a faith that will move your life forward, can somebody prophesy again say, I'm moving forward? By faith. Your faith must know how to hit the mark. You're believing God for a breakthrough in your career. And you release your faith. And your faith hits that mark. You are trusting God for healing in your body. Or any other thing you want to trust God for. And you release faith and it hits the mark. It takes a faith that prepares, that does that. There's accidental faith. And it's not bad. It's just the opportunity came. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a place to deliberately hallelujah who am I talking to this morning deliberately you see the promise of God you can catch a glimpse of the mind of God for your life and you sit down you take the word of God you pray that word you position yourself you release your faith you expect God and boom hallelujah That's what I'm talking about. Tap two, three, four, five people around you and tell them prepare, 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 prepare. Glory be to God. Help me touch somebody and say the way I'm looking at you, you don't look prepared. You don't look prepared. The the way I'm looking at I may be wrong, me but the way I'm looking at you. hallelujah joshua 110 i'm beginning to round up maybe i'll do some 50 with us next week because of time maybe i should just keep you for a few more minutes (laughs) let's see how it goes (laughs) praise god let me let me rebuke somebody yesterday personally has been i've been hearing this in his mouth some sometimes uh, if we do this some people will not be in church here I you, there is no reason under heaven why anybody should be coming late for a nine o'clock service i'm not going to delay anything for you first of all you're even supposed to be here by eight o'clock to come and pray for workers meeting but let's even grant you that you're not ready to start working for god yet let me even grant you that one <laughs> I told you I felt a new spring in my steps this morning. So, it's that six-hour prayer yesterday. Let me dash you that one for free. That you now came late. And because of you, you want to delay thanksgiving towards the end of the- No way. How should we encourage your rascality? By the way. <laughs> if it's not for you, just sit down. If it's for you, just take it. And I gave you warning. God said I should rebuke some people, so... John 1.10, I mean Joshua 10. Watch, this is what I'm doing this morning. Then Joshua commanded, this is after God told Joshua, Moses has died, I'm anointing you. Part of what we are praying about, I think Pastor Barry was exhorting us about this last week. Now you take the people and go and divide their inheritance for them. And Dr. K has been talking about, it's a takeover season. That God wants his children to be on top of the mountains to be in charge in different areas and that was Joshua's mission and we are trusting God that this is the anointing God is releasing upon King's word hallelujah doctor said God told him that the first 25 years was just to lay ground preparation that what we are about to do the next 25 years we are about to start the real work hallelujah and he's showing us things like this He wants us to be on top of the mountains, to be in charge. Hallelujah. Somebody you are destined to be in charge financially. Somebody you are destined to be in charge in the area of politics, in the area of business, in the area of um, arts and entertainment, or even family, just be on top, be in charge. There's somebody sitting on that office, and it can be you or me. There's a church just opposite my house where I live. It's one of the most influential churches in this nation based on what we see on ground. There's a project they are doing. It's a tiring project. I draw inspiration every time I look at that building. The last time I had somebody mention how much they have spent on that project, please listen to me. I think he said they had spent over 10 billion naira. And the person that was giving that information said, the person in charge is the chairman of Zenith Bank. Now, my information and everything is not verified or anything, but just for the purpose of teaching, that means there are churches where owners of bank are not just members, but they are workers in the church handling projects. In the billions of naira. Even look at the name Zenith Bank. It's a prophetic name. <laughs> my daughter was asking me that the other day, my youngest daughter, and I, I, I felt she was talking about Zenith. What does Zenith mean? To have the audacity to name your bank Zenith, are you the first one to do bank? It tells you the way he's thinking. And it's so encouraging to know that he's in a church. And he serves in the church. That's encouraging. A church. There's been a lot of noise about the new prime minister in UK. And it's okay. And all that, but he's not a Christian. So personally, I'm not. I'm excited about. But it's good when you hear he's a Christian. Hallelujah. And that's what is happening in Joshua here. That's what God was telling Joshua. There is an inheritance that I have prepared for them. Talking about faith, you you know the story of Joshua. There was a generation, please hear me and hear me very well, because the things that were written in scriptures was for those of us that read them, that through the comfort and the patience of hearing these things, we can also be inspired in our own lifetimes. There was a generation that ah oh, we can't we can't take the land. There are giants in the land, and God told them that because of your unbelief. Somebody say I'm moving forward, moving forward by faith. Hallelujah. The Bible said God waited for them to die in the wilderness. I pray over everyone here. You will live in the plan and purpose of God for your lifetime. Yeah. I said, you will live in the purpose and plan of God for your lifetime. Your lifetime. There's something God wants you to. It may not be everything, but something God, the Bible said, God waited for them to die. Caleb was part of that generation. And after all his peers had died, God now told Joshua, okay, it's time to move. And Caleb still got up. As my strength was 45 years ago, so is my strength today. Give me my mountain. All his age mates had died. Because of unbelief. And I told you I swear well, the service. Why did they have unbelief? They were not focusing on Jesus. Like some of you are focusing on the mountain. Sorry, the giant. And I'm not saying there's no giant to I'm saying ignore the giant Focus on Jesus. Every time you see a giant that intimidates you, a Goliath that intimidates you, you just say at the center, that, that song is so anointed and prophetic. When David came before Goliath, he said, God that helped me to kill the bear. God that helped me to kill the lion. He wasn't focusing on Goliath. What was he saying? At the center of it all is you that I see. God that helped me. He will help me take off your head. That's how you go forward by faith. It's not your faith. It's his faith. You look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith author means he will start it so ah when I started I didn't even have any faith but as I focused on him he inspired something inside of me oh hallelujah inspired something inside of me not only did he inspire me he helped me to carry it all the way till I took off the head of the Goliath and now I was a shepherd boy and now I'm the king because that's what God planned for my lifetime but it took faith for me to move forward Nobody here will die as a shepherd boy when God has ordained you to be a king. Yeah. Nobody here will die as an orphan girl, orphan girl when God has ordained you to be the queen. Yeah. So Joseph and Joshua sure came after God told him this is the plan. God told him, Be strong and of a good courage. That simply means have faith. Courage them means faith. And after God spoke to Joshua, Joshua now came to the people. Verse ten: this, this is what I'm doing today. This is what God told me to do today. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people. I love that. The leaders, by the way, I forgot to announce this. We're having a leaders' vigil, leaders and workers' vigil. We'll fix the date in the. We're having a workers' meeting after this service between now and before supernatural. just towards this and everyone that is not serving in church are welcome to come but it's a worker's vigil he spoke to the leaders and this is very powerful it was a large see God had taught them this in in the days of Moses some people want the pastor to be coming to them directly it cannot happen if you want to do something great so in the days of Moses and Jethro God taught them that he said you will die all these people will die and nobody will enter their inheritance thank God Joshua had learned that lesson hello are you hearing me this morning but this is the message God wanted them to get saying pass through the camp pass through the camp command the people saying prepare provisions for yourselves or prepare yourself for Within three days, you will cross over this Jordan. There was a big gulf, a big river before them. The the inheritance was on the other side of the Jordan. Within three days, you will cross this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God has given you to possess. Can somebody throw up their hands in this house this morning? Say, by the grace of God shout out loud by the power of god this season of takeover i shall possess my possession in the name of jesus but you told them prepare prepare provisions for three days it takes a preparation for your faith to work like it ought to work and that starts in the place of prayer that's how you prepare Can I tell somebody that is willing to hear this morning? Scripture says he that has an ear to hear. Let him hear. Some of you are not prepared. Some. I didn't say everybody. You are not. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. But God God is giving us an opportunity to prepare. Individually and as a church. And perhaps why some of us don't prepare is because we are in unbelief. We don't believe that God is going to give you that mountain and you need to go and read about this generation, these people that God waited for them to die, that will not be our story in Jesus' name. And start taking steps of faith. And can I tell you, this supernatural is your launching pad. Hallelujah. Psalm 50, let's close we'll start and then we'll continue from there next Sunday let me hear somebody say, I'm preparing I'm preparing I'm preparing I'm preparing I'm preparing through prayer I'm preparing by positioning myself in a place of stewardship I have found my servant David very instructive that he was a servant Plugged myself somewhere where I'm serving. I'm heading a committee that is raising the money to be, that, that structure is probably the biggest stru- structure in this nation now. At least it's the tallest. No competition about that. Trinity Towers. It is really a trinity. Prepared. It's, it's all about the blessing, you know? god made let us make my image after a likeness and what did god do god bless them a man has forever functioned by the blessing blessing that added no sorrow hallelujah and i'm telling you conventions conferences meetings like this it's about you just getting that your fresh layer your next layer of the blessing by faith say with me I receive, I receive it by faith we are not going to force the blessing on you sir it's not by force there's a place for by fire by force but not the blessing <laughs> you you receive the bible said jesus came to jerusalem and he looked at them and he wept said they did not know the time of their visitation. They were not prepared. He came, oh, he came. But they were not prepared. They crucified the person that was sent to help them. May you never crucify the person God sends to you. And I know you are in the 21st century, so you are not good at crucifying people, but do you know how to cancel people? See, it's the same thing. We are just using another Word. Hallelujah. Psalm fifty, verse one. And then we'll close from here. The mighty one, God the Lord, he has spoken. I want to say that again. This is how that blessing is going to come on you. God is going to speak. This is God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is God's emo. And God said in 2022, God is going to bless. God is going to speak. He's going to speak. And somebody needs to prepare. Someone was in the prayer yesterday. It wasn't in the prayer points, but it was by the Spirit. That the, the, the heart needs to be ready. Jesus said in the parable of the there are four kinds of grounds. Some grounds, it's not that God did not speak, but the heart was not ready. It was a stony heart. You, you prepare so that your stony heart will become a heart of flesh. So that when God speaks his word, that's what we land on a good soil. Said because the heart was stony, the breath of the air came and they stole the seed that was stolen. And Jesus explained to those people, these are people that you, you God speaks to them and they don't understand. How can God speak and you don't understand? Are you not a child of God? Every child of God can understand God, but some children are not prepared. And that's why you pray, you fast. So that when your word comes praise God. it may be debolah leading worship I I showed you what it means when he said he speaks he speaks in a vision you just see something hallelujah just see something so the person that is always in the habit of coming to church for five minutes of the service his vision has passed don't move too much I'm talking about you and it's because you have this lack of preparation mentality I can stroll into the service anytime Hallelujah. He has spoken and he called the earth from the rising of the sun to its going down. I love this. Verse 2. Is somebody's eye seeing something this morning? Out of Zion. Hallelujah. Your breakthrough is coming out of Zion your perfection is coming out of zion your healing is coming out of zion your deliverance is coming out of zion the answers you are looking for are coming out of zion your next level is coming out of zion your promotion is coming out of zion it's out of Zion. he's not coming out of assol rock looking at the wrong place hallelujah and it's not coming from abroad and that's good for even those of you that are watching us from Diaspora. Nothing wrong with being abroad though. In fact, some of us want to join you abroad. So. But even if you are abroad, you must know my help comes out of Zion. And that's what the gathering is. We have come unto the heavenly Jerusalem. We have come unto Mount Zion, city of the living God, an innumerable company of angels. Where the spirits of just men made perfect gather. Where the blood of Jesus can be speaking better things than the blood of Abel. Hallelujah. And I love the way he describes the church. This will help somebody today. Look at the way he called the church the perfection. Hey. So, he said, God will shine forth out of Zion. That's very powerful. But let me just stop a moment. The church is beautiful. Who is that person that thinks this church is not beautiful? I rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. And he used the word perfection. I love it. The Bible says that he has perfected those. He's perfecting those that have already been perfected. We may not be perfected, naturally speaking. But stop looking at just The natural. In the spirit, glory be to God. Because of the blood of Jesus, because of the favor of God, because of the mercy of God, we are already perfect. Sir, if you don't believe that, that's your problem. Hello? Hallelujah. Out of Zion. The perfection of beauty, you've got to learn to look at the body of Christ, starting with your local church. Hallelujah, starting with your local church right here, starting with you as beauty. And when you spot something that looks beautiful, it's not a ground for you to cancel us or to ignore us or to be rebuking us. It's a time to ask you, can I do something about that? Can, Can I help in that ushering team? Can I help in that pastoral team? Can I help with that choir? Because this is a beautiful church. And this area that doesn't look beautiful to the natural eye can can i do so it's an area where you can add value not criticize or cancel us or crucify us praise god out of zion the perfection of beauty god will shine this was going to happen at supernatural as we gather as the king's word family gathers from all over the world hallelujah the mountain gets bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger, bigger. And then God begins to shine. His glory begins to shine. His favor begins to shine. And somebody's life will become transformed. Let me close or try to close. We still have time now. It's not even 12 o'clock here. I thought I was talking. <laughs> You knew people are the one corrupting us back in the day. We won't shift. I mean. Verse 3. Our God shall come and he shall not keep silent. Listen, we are not the only ones gathering, no? Praise God. God is going to manifest himself in our midst. God is going to do the unimaginable. God is going to do what men call impossible. For you, tell your neighbor for you, for you, for you. He said God will come and he will not keep silent. Maybe he has been silent from January, February, March, April, May. God told me to tell somebody this November, I will not be silent about your case. I will answer you this November. I will answer you at this convention. This gathering is for you. You know, that, that should be your attitude. This is my meeting. Hallelujah. I love what Samuel told them when he got to David's house. It was David's meeting. They didn't invite him. When they had gone through everybody and I said, no, the the oil is not supposed to land on these people. Then I said, ah, there's one more son. He's in the field, keeping the sheep. Samuel said, everybody will wait until he comes. Tell somebody, they're waiting for me. They're waiting for me. They're waiting for me. Oh, I can't feel you yet. Say, they are waiting for me. They are waiting for me. Somebody say, it's my time. It's my time. It's my time. It's my season. It's my season. Say, they are waiting for me. At Supernatural. Claim it. Hello? Claim it. You know, we've said this over and over again. We use the scriptures to paint the picture for our lives. So you don't just see that it's David they are waiting for. I'm the one they are waiting for. They won't start preaching until I'm there. Hallelujah. The anointing will not fall until I'm there. Glory be to God. He will come. He will not keep silent. A fire shall devour before him. And you know, fire, when it divorces, it also purifies. It divorces everything contrary to God. It purifies the things that are for God. Glory be to God. And it shall be very tempestuous all around him. Verse 4. I want to stop at verse 5, please. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. See, when you go into a court case and you know you are innocent and all things being equal, perfect, and you know that, wow. Maybe somebody stole your money and EFCC caught them. See, when some Christians read judge, you need to know how to interpret that word judge. See, the judgment is in my favor. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. So somebody duped you of 10 million naira. You reported the case to EFCC. EFCC has now carried him to court. And the judge has said, okay, they found him guilty. They're now going to pronounce judgment. How do you walk into court that day? Do you walk afraid? Talk to me. That's how we come to God now in the New Testament. All our sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. We are not the accused. We are not coming before God's judgment seat, thinking as if judgment is going to be against us. Say with me, it's going to be my favor. So I prophesy over someone. The Bible says everything the thief stole, He will restore sevenfold. Indeed, this will be your year of recovery and restoration. In the name of Jesus. Because God is going to judge. In your favor. Hallelujah. We read all this in the story of that heavenly Jerusalem. We don't have time to go, to go there today, but he said he will judge. So he said, gather my saints together to me. Those that have made a covenant with me, I sacrifice. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica@kingsword.org. at kingsword.org Telephone 234-810-0000640